Hello, Internet. Uh, welcome to Who Knew? We are fans of the current series of Doctor Who, where we discuss our likes, dislikes, and insights of this incarnation of the current series of Doctor Who. Today's episode is Aliens of London. Uh, the figures for this uh, episode show that the Aliens of London was watched by 7 million viewers in the UK, uh, an audience share of 34%. This rose from to 7.63 million. The, the writer of this episode is Russell T. Davies. The director is, again, Keith Boak, who directed the pilot. Script editor is, oh boy, L. Elwin Rollins. Elwin Rollins. That works for me. All right. <laughs> the producers are Phil Collinson, Russell T. Davies, Julie Gardner, Mal, and Mal Young. Uh, the, the music is also done by Murray Gold, who I am not going to forget. Thanks to Michael Grady, who does our music and our theme song for this podcast. We love our theme song. <laughs> uh, today we are actually time traveling. This is Daylight Savings Time, and we have... Saving. Saving. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> We've traveled back in time about an hour. So we are recording for all you future people. We fell back. <laughs> and we're also recording live from uh, Van Nuys, California. Lake Balboa. What's the difference, Brian? Uh, Lake Balboa sounds better. Uh, interesting fact, we are very close to the Starfleet Academy. Yes. The Starfleet Academy was filmed about a mile from here in the Tillman Water Reclamation Plant, which is also houses their Japanese garden, which is a great garden to go and visit. And uh, it was Starfleet Academy starting with uh, Next Gen and lots of appearances on Deep Space Nine and even showed up in Voyager. Uh, but not the but not Northridge, which is the movie, the new movies. No, the yeah, the Starfleet Academy for the new movies uh, is uh, Cal State University Northridge, which you would know well since yes, you were an I extra. There. I blew up. I blew up well. <laughs> <laughs> you you ran down the stairs in very my, well in IMAX and in my red shirt. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Um, this is uh, Eugene, the moderator. Uh, we're there. We have a smaller group today, um, and we have Brian. Hello. Hi, this is Auburn. Hello, this is Frank. And this is Josh. And Eugene again. All right, so we're getting uh, into Aliens of London. In this episode, Rose comes home for the first time since leaving with the Doctor as an alien spacecraft crashes in the Thames. This is the first. This is the first half of a two-part storyline. The episode opens with a TARDIS materializing behind Rose's apartment building. The doctor tells Rose it's been about 12 hours since they first left in the TARDIS. As she goes up to her flat to see her mom, the music takes an ominous and turn and the doctor sees a, a flyer attached to a post. It is a notice of a missing girl, Rose Tyler, as Rose enters her apartment, Jackie looks shocked to see her, cries, and hugs her daughter. She see, uh, Rose sees stacks of flyers on the table as the doctor busts in his way in and tells Rose she hasn't been gone for 12 hours. It's been 12 months. Jeez, doctor. <laughs> but Missed it a bit. <laughs> by, by that, that much. <laughs> but he still has a nice big smile on his face. Yeah, he's like, oops, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
I really did like that music cue. So you didn't know what was going on. Everything was just normal. Like everything's the fine. The music cue what's wrong, and you can't see anything. He doesn't show you right away. So you just know, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's attributed to uh, Keith Boak directing or if that was written in the script by Davies, but it's it's just great storytelling. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Then the reveal. I don't know. I felt that it was some sort of alien. They were in a different world. You know, the first time watching right. yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But, it was an alternate timeline. Yeah, some like they went somewhere that they're not supposed to be. I mean, even you, when you yeah. see the flyer up on the post, you don't really see everything about it. You yeah. kind of get it. But when Rose goes in and sees Jackie, there you can read them all oh, on yeah. the table. Oh, yeah, you see that like stacks of things and like she's been doing this for a while. And Jackie plays that very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she finally gets her scene where she gets to really unleash. Yeah. Because she's been scared, and now we know she had reason to be scared. And it makes sense. Yeah. I like it. Oh, it's a great yeah. way. It's a nice opener. Yeah. And in the previous episodes we've been talking about, did he screw up where they landed yet, or is this the first time that we see that? He screwed up... Uh, quite did. ...in Cardiff. Oh, that's right. Naples. That's right. Naples, that's right. and he was nine years off. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, maybe I do should. think that's funny that he's so powerful... And the whole universe can be scared of him, but he can't read a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he shouldn't drive with the handbrake on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then is it later on in the episode, he's like banging it with a hammer. Yeah. It's this episode. Yeah, it's this episode. All right. So after that, we realize that it's been 12 months. We roll the credits and we get that uh, beautiful theme music from Murray Gold. After getting an earful from Jackie about the past year, the doctor and Rose go to the roof of the, the flat building and discuss if Rose will stay home or continue traveling. As Rose laments and that she can't talk to anyone because no one knows that aliens exist, an alien spaceship passes right overhead and crashes into the Thames. Timing uh, is everything. Oh, yeah. I love how it sounds like a, a, a runaway big rig. Yes, it does. <laughs> I love how Rose, that's not fair. It's <laughs> not special anymore. It's like perspective from her. It's great. I do like the opening scene when we come back from commercial uh-huh. and uh, there's a kid spray painting. Oh, yeah. He's tagging, yeah. tagging the TARDIS with Bad Wolf. Bad Wolf. I, I don't know what that could mean, but he's putting well, Bad Wolf on the TARDIS. This is the, did we hear, did we hear a reference to Bad Wolf in The Unquiet Dead? Yes. yes. The Big Bad Wolf. That's right. So she this has is a the, bit of the big bad wolf. So this is the third reference yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We also, uh, Jackie actually struck the doctor in their That's conversation. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. What is this? Stitch this, mate? Yeah, stitch the, you're, you're a doctor. <laughs> stitch this, mate. She, she definitely has a reason for it. And I oh, yeah. I discussion with Rose. Why didn't you call? Why didn't you contact anything? Anything, yeah. In a whole year. And Rose what can't can you say. say? Yeah. And it makes sense that she didn't. Like, but, it goes back, a, yeah. but it goes back to my else. Well, she, she did call, and I kept thinking in the other episode that she called before all this mm. took place. And I actually kind of, I was watching the episodes again, and because um, I never thought about it before that when in the end of the world, when Rose calls Jackie, it's actually before the events of the episode, Rose. I never thought of that. You mean Ex- in in, in uh, the end of the world? Yeah, the end of the world. Uh-huh. She calls Jackie. Yes. From Jackie's point of view, the events of the mannequins have not happened yet. I never thought of that until Frank brought it up. Oh, really? I didn't. I don't. I didn't well, re- Frank realize that. Mentioned that last time in the podcast, and I was I thinking I was about listening. it. <laughs> I was. Just I was talking. thinking about it, and uh, 
when they're when she, when Jackie's on the phone with Rose, Jackie says, "Get a lottery ticket." Well, now thinking of it from Frank's point of view, the very beginning of the episode Rose, the reason Rose goes down into the basement to see poor dead Wilson for the lottery is mm, to yeah. give him the lottery money. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. I remember now. And so now I'm thinking Frank's brilliant because <laughs> yes, that when I'll take it. When Rose calls Jackie, it's before the events of Rose, which is why she's so very nonchalant. And so now Rose just, you know, the the Auton event happens and she's gone for a year Mm -hmm. completely. She never talks to Jackie again. Yeah. And now she walks through the door 12 months later. So Mm. it's it's very um, jarring. Yes. Yeah. It's great. All right. Now, while they're on the rooftop talking... This is when the doctor gives his age as 900. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's the first time we hear his age in this current uh, incarnation. Do we know how old he said, like, at the end of the other carnation? Uh, uh, it's yeah. kind of... Incarnation. Right. There, there's, theory, there's entire websites devoted to how old the doctor is because there's one website I was reading where he'll actually, like, start it over. Hmm. Um, and then there's other ones because sometimes he said he was 700, sometimes, like... Tom Baker, I think, was 400. Mm-hmm. There were other times he said 700, then he said 900. And Was mm. this to give reference that he's the ninth doctor? I don't know why they picked 900. I mean, it could, could be because be. Tom Baker, 400, 4. Could just, be. Yeah. Just thought of it now. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, thank you, Frank, for your continued brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a lot of fuck on that one. <laughs> I can't remember when he it's says why it. why I keep him around. <laughs> when he says it exactly, but this is when he also starts saying... I'm noticing he's saying fantastic all the time. Yeah. Like that's his It's now becoming phrase. a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is a big bend gets walloped I know. as it crashes. The resounding boom on the bell. It's great. I think it looks great just the way it sideswipes almost the yeah. big bend tower, uh, clock tower, and then it when it lands. I don't know. That shot looks really great. It, takes the, a, it also takes a nice tourist overview of London. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah that's right. <laughs> lands in the Thames. They want everybody to see it. <laughs> okay, so uh, unable to get a close... Uh, they are, the, uh, Rose and the doctor are unable to get really close to the wreckage without drawing attention because everybody's around and they, you know, it's cordoned off. I don't even think they're worried about getting uh, noticed or attention. I just think they just can't get over there. It's, yeah. Well, they it's can't too crowded. Rose had mentioned to take the TARDIS over there. Right. No, mm-hmm. I don't want another spaceship. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone's going to be really heightened alert right mm-hmm. now. So they're going to notice... This nondescript blue box. Yeah, and so and he's also he's in heaven. Yeah, he's yeah. This, this is, is what he lives for. This is what he lives for. This yeah. is what he's doing, and it's and he even says, "I don't want to interfere. Mm. I just want to watch. Right. I yeah. just want to see history unfold." And this is his element, and he loves mm-hmm. it. It's funny. He sees everything with his own eyes, except now he has to see it from the TV. <laughs> yeah, yes, because that's the compromise. Rose goes, "Let's go home and watch it on the TV." Don't like everybody else. <laughs> um, that would be the internet. Well, yeah. It'll be some live stream from YouTube. So while they're watching the newscast of the the wreckage in the Thames, an alien body is pulled from the ship and brought to the Albion Hospital. And this is the first time we hear the Albion Hospital mentioned. It'll come up again. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Is that... Yeah. Uh, it does. Well, I, yeah, it'll come up in a different episode, not this episode. In this season? Yeah, in this yes. season. Oh, okay. I'm thinking yeah. later season. You will be quizzed before <laughs> you Okay. Um, and, um, also, this is the introduction of Trinity Wells. Yeah. I love Trinity Wells. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Should, oh, we'll the American that. newscaster. Oh, okay. She's I think awesome. we missed the big point here. 
Billy Croup, ask Jackie out. <laughs> sure, everyone, you know, he's trying to watch it on television. Buck was watching this. And they're all talking in the background about their daily lives and what's going on. <laughs> reminds me so much of some family gatherings I've been to. I did get a kick out of how uh, there was like very ethnically diverse in that room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I wonder if that's just because of the neighborhood or, or they're actually thinking about it's a metaphor for all the aliens and everything in the show and stuff like that. Mm. Well, was Jackie the only person in that building that had a, a television? Like, why were all these right. people converging? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I, can see, I can see people. She's the party place also. I yeah. think you go, you want to be with other people. This is a major event. Yeah. You know, and if you're all living so close to each other, it's like you need to gather together in one spot. Because you don't know. It's the first time aliens are introduced to this world. They could be scared. That's probably why they're getting together. Yeah. And Rose is back. Yes. Yeah. And everybody just wants to know about Jackie's dating life. <laughs> <laughs> so the prime minister is missing at this point, and the highest official at 10 Downing Street is Joseph Green, MP, Member of Parliament, for Hartley Dale, who is now the acting prime minister. He is the chairman uh, for the Parliamentary Commission on the Monitoring of Sugar Standards in Exported Confectionery. <laughs> in other words, nobody. <laughs> I got a kick out of that, how the reporter was like, I don't know why they're here. Right. <laughs> he kept saying that about everybody showing up. I feel he's lower down on the list than Roslyn was in Battlestar Galactica. Uh, edu education something? She yeah, she was Secretary, Secretary of, of Education. Education. That's right. Yeah. Come on. She was 41st. It's been a while. <laughs> We are introduced to Margaret Blaine from MI5 and Oliver Charles, Transportation Liaison. These three are now in possession of the emergency protocols for the government of Great Britain. And we, we realize that these people are not what they seem. They kill General... I'm not going to... I'm going to butcher this. Asquith. Asquith? Okay. They kill General Asquith, the head of the military and the alien that was Oliver Charles... Oh. Alien inside. There's an alien that was Oliver Childs who then transferred over so he can get to a to, higher, to higher rank. That's rank. right. Okay. And he leaves the, the empty body in the closet. And I, nobody I, misses him. I find that funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I want to point out before you move on is in the clips of the uh, television. Yes. They show a clip from a show called Blue Peter. They, that's that's right. the one where the, yeah. the guy's making the, the alien cake. Um, Blue Peter, I guess, I, is a kid's show, and it has had a long relationship with Doctor mm -hmm. Who. So they're always having contests. and uh, We'll get to one of their contests later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some of the prizes are really cool. Yeah. I what, think it's funny that the cake looks like a Venus flytrap rather than an alien <laughs> spaceship and whatever. Um, what do you guys think of the whole zipper gag? Did that happen right now? Oh. or did we, Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, he, oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know. I find it funny that each actor that has to do the zipper is fully committed to that bit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, they, they really exaggerate their movement. Yeah. Like they give it more than 100%. It's crazy. Well, I think that sells it. I think, oh, yeah. I think it's silly, but like one thing about this episode, that, you know, people were saying they didn't like it because some things were a little too ridiculous, is they they – dramatically sell every piece of silliness to the point where you just <laughs> just go with it you go with it it's yeah. almost like watching a stage play because if you saw silly things like that in a stage play you would accept it because they're committing yeah they're committing yeah. And you just, it's, I, so it's 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 just a theatrical style for the show mm. I, I was gonna say this later but i love margaret in this episode because she the actress is is doing this role in such a over-the-top 
twisting her evil mustache <laughs> villain, you know, way. But it's not annoying. But it's not. No, it's yeah. great. It's perfect <laughs> for what she's given to do. And she totally sells it. Yeah. I love that about her. I thought that Velcro was the science way of yeah, really. a lot. <laughs> well, Velcro was developed by NASA, so. No, Vulcans. Okay. And oh. Enterprise. <laughs> so uh, they use alien technology to compress their, their own bodies to fit inside the human suits, which can, causes gaseous elements to emit. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other silliness. It's so silly. It's uh, it's but again, they, but the kids probably love it. Yeah, it's the belching trash can again. Yeah, but it's very silly. So we go from the unquiet dead, which is not intended for the younger viewers, to fart gags. Yeah, if you pardon the word, <laughs> if you pardon the word, yeah. <laughs> which brings me to Harriet Jones, MP. Yay! <laughs> Wait, who? Harriet Jones, MP for Flydale North. <laughs> We know who you are. <laughs> she witnesses this whole um, unmasking of the aliens into human suits because she's hiding in one of the closets. Uh, the doctor leaves Jackie's flat, but Rose is worried he will just leave yeah, her completely. The, back to her, I remember, like, they just leave the, the cabinet room open for her to sneak in, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. the, the, it's a busy day. It is a busy day. So <laughs> I kind of, like, got that. But, like, uh, just, just watching it since I've seen it a bunch of times, uh, just this one time, she, nobody's there. She just goes right in. The plans, the the, uh, the protocol. Yeah, right the box, on. yeah. It's, it's just, all right, nobody's watching at all. <laughs> but she knows an opportunity. Oh, of course. And she seizes opportunities in a good way. and She takes it. Yeah. I mean, none of the cabinet members are there, and the only ones that went into the room were the aliens who don't know anything and yes. don't care. Yeah, because they're just worried about doing their own agenda. And I love how determined she is. Oh, I know. You know. She has her agenda, and she wants to deal with it. She had an appointment. And, yeah, she wants you know, to keep she's, it. She's just a she's just a backbencher, which mm -hmm. means that she doesn't she doesn't have any power. She doesn't sit on any committees, anything like that. She's just basically a vote mm -hmm. for the party in charge. And I love that. You know, this was her opportunity, and but she's also fighting for her mom, who's in one of those hospitals, and she's trying to get. That's right. Yeah, this bill passed guess, yeah. or something um, to help those hospitals and yeah. to label them so they can get benefits. So she mm -hmm. is there. Yes, but did you see an alien area. spaceship crashed in the Thames? <laughs> <laughs> but life goes on day to day. <laughs> well, not for the prime minister. Ooh. We'll get to that. <laughs> So the doctor leaves really quick, but before he does that, he gives Rose a key to the TARDIS. Um, Mickey then sees the doctor enter the TARDIS, but by the time Mickey gets there, the TARDIS vanishes. And I want to point out that the that Mickey sees the doctor from whatever floor he's on in the flat, and yeah. he sniffs his shoe. <laughs> I don't know who... who oh, I think he was <laughs> just drying his shoes out on it the just, balcony. It's so weird. It's like a piece of business for this actor to do, and... <laughs> He's sniffing his shoe. <laughs> I miss that one. Yeah, it's a little. It's just a little thing. I just yeah. realized that Mickey's in that same complex, as, you know, yeah. maybe a different building, but right, yeah. they're in that mm -hmm. same court, you know, with with, with all the Jack. other people. Yeah, and wasn't invited over. Ah, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, to we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But it's like I even forgot about him at the beginning of this episode. It's like poor Mickey. Do you think he moved there because Jackie was no longer letting him? come over so this was the closest he could get no, no, no i don't no, think, think they would have let him in i but, think 
in the same complex, like it almost seems like they grew no, up. No, you'd have been killed if, if think, all the neighbors like. Right. And now you're going to move here after killing and making yeah. Rose disappear. Oh, I see. But I think Rose and Mickey. Grew no, up. they were they were there in the same state. So they knew okay. each other from. Yeah, that so he was there from yeah. before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also, too, when um, I noticed when the uh, the aliens were in the the cabinet room, and they started laughing maniacally. When it cut, you hear dogs barking. It kind of blended from the laughter to dogs barking in the distance to yeah. the to oh, the really? tenement building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I yeah. have to check that out. It's a nice sound design there. Uh, so the doctor uses the TARDIS to get inside the hospital where the alien is being taken. Some interesting camera work when the TARDIS is traveling. That it's got it's, the, you know the camera's panning down, but it's never level. It's Oh, swaying yeah. back it's, and it's forth. It's more fluid. And, yeah, and it's all over the place mm-hmm. and, and a little disorienting. And, you know, the doctor's just in there Banging laughing away. and, you know, just like really struggling, but in a fun way to get it. And I just thought they took a lot of time to do that. Well, I think it's a weird um, difference where he just turns on the TARDIS console normally and then they land 12 months later where he's now struggling to get the TARDIS into a specific place and it gets there. Yeah, that's true. He does actually get exactly where he wanted to be. And in the right time. And in the right time. (laughs) So I think there's a tiny little closet. So I think there's a little... uh, That's a good point. Contrast going on there. I was trying to find the word. So he gets into the hospital and uh, discovers that the alien pilot of the spaceship that crashed is a regular Earth pig that has been altered and modified by alien technology to give the impression that it is an alien. Aliens faking aliens. The ship crash. The ship crashing was deliberate. And here we get to see Dr. Toshiko Sato. Yeah. Uh, she will appear in Torchwood later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they retconned that mm-hmm. because this was just an actor to play a this part. examiner. Mm-hmm. And then that actress was hired to be on Torchwood as a regular as Tosh. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's it's in the end of the second season where they finally say in, in uh, Torchwood's second season where um, Tosh is talking with... Um, Burn? Yeah, Burn is, is the actor's name. Um, Owen? Oh, the guy the suit. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah oh, and uh, he was actually supposed to be on duty in that hospital that mm. night with that. But she, but he had a hangover. So she was <laughs> covering for him, which kind of explained how in Torchwood she was the tech. And, and the, Owen was yeah. more medical. And so that's how they retconned that, saying that she was covering for him. Oh, that's cool. Is that also why when the knocking in the morgue starts she doesn't know what to do instead just goes towards it instead of well they retconned it i think it was more just for the episode you've got to be ominous but interesting you should bring that scene up though because that scene's very much like the doctor who movie that's right yes when um mcgann has regenerated and he's bursting out of his medical examiner yeah because he's in like the coffin uh cabinet where they just put the bodies yeah yeah and so he's breaking out of that and i think Mm -hmm. there's even a tech in that scene going what's going on so yeah Yeah, Um, i think first 101 morgue training would be if the (laughs) (laughs) run away (laughs) i I would find it funny if she was a like a veteran and then she heard the knocking and then she just goes to reach for a gun or like some sort of blunt object (laughs) (laughs) maybe it was the ominous uh blue 80s morgue lighting that uh drew drew her to it to do something with (laughs) it 
in such life a way. Would, life would be so much easier if I don't we all think, had our soundtracks. I know. <laughs> I don't think there's a, a morgue in movies or television that's lit like an actual morgue. Yeah. <laughs> it would be just a bunch of fluorescent lights. Yeah, I know. Believe. Just looks green. <laughs> um, anything else? I just, when, when the pig gets shot. Yeah. And the doctor's like, he was just scared. Okay, good, because I was going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, again, it's like you've got this silly yes. thing. It's a pig. And, and you know, we've already gone through the farting, and now we're seeing this pig oink around in a spacesuit. But then they turn it around and make you feel for the yeah. dead pig. Yeah, because the pig is running towards the armed guards surrounding the Albion Hospital, and the guy just sees a pig running and his natural instinct is to shoot it because he's never seen that before. And the doctor gets angry. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he was just scared. That's all he was, was scared. I know it's right before that, though. The doctor got one of the military to come with him when he was trying to find this alien before he saw them. He starts yes. ordering them all around. That, yes, <laughs> but, yes whole, but, but, but uh, he specifically is like, but. I'm searching for this alien creature. And the doctor, because Frank pointed this out to me, so they go, oh, he's still, the pig is still alive, and they hear the noise. And before going to investigate, the doctor goes and gets a man with a gun to mm. come and mm. yeah. go for backup. Yeah, that would that not just happen anymore. odd yeah. for the doctor to do. Or from, also from odd for past. somebody to just go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of people just, just going along with things in, in this episode, in these early episodes especially. Well, he mentions that he did work with UNIT. Well, I guess that's we'll later get we'll on. get to that. Um, so he has that command of oh, the military. Okay. The military are all there, so they just need an order. Something's going on. We follow. So the he order didn't he didn't make up that point. that term I that he yells know. at them. It's an actual term. Which term? Defense plan, Defense Delta. plan Delta. No, that's a real term. That's a term. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, so, I took it. I mean, he's a soldier, and uh, he knows yeah. how soldiers we, think. Well, he is. I took it as, as he just as made something viewer. up and conned them into following him. I mean, that's good too. Well, but, he's also but, dressed as a U-boat captain, so he does have rank. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice his jacket? Is I it? Jacket. I don't. Uh, is his jacket? Seem more weathered. Did you notice that? I don't know. I if, did notice some more browns in the sleeves. When yeah, he, when yeah. Would, I wonder yeah. if it's the same jacket or they kind of. It's a lighting, probably. probably the same well, the other thing, they filmed these two episodes the same time they filmed Rose. Because this was the first scene with him and the pig. The pig was the first scene Eccleston and it's, ever and, shot. And, ever. And, oh, really? and I think it's great that his first line is compassion toward a pig. I don't know. I think that's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just find that funny. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's why I didn't do the show anymore. <laughs> so uh, Mickey shows up at Jackie's apartment and we learn he was the main suspect in Rose's disappearance, which we discussed earlier, by both the police and Jackie. He was brought in five times for questioning. Yeah. And he was allowed to still live in the same complex. <laughs> no proof. There's, yeah. So what could they do? I just think that would but be I, super awkward for a whole what year. What hell of a year well, awkward. he must have done. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean that all, everyone who lived there thought that he did it. It just means the police thought that he did I'm it. I'm going to say that the no, majority of them said, would think. Mickey said. <laughs> did he? Everybody uh, thought that Jackie I Jackie uh, really wouldn't let it go. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, as a mom, that would, you know, I can well, see. And can you blame her? Right. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. But if but you really start, it's, it's one of those things, if you really start thinking about what happened that with that missing year, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's not that much time to it given into the 48-minute episode. But later when you're, you know, I start mm. thinking about it going, that's just awful well, what they put Jackie through. And, and Mickey through. And to, Mickey. To an extent. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But, no, not to mm-hmm. extent. But also Definitely. Mickey knew mm-hmm. 
where Rose was. And he couldn't say anything. And no one would believe it. Well, because be, if yeah, he did, he'd be, he'd be, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like it was completely trapped. <laughs> I won't spoil that. <laughs> well, and then they have that moment like uh, in the kitchen with Jackie and Rose where Rose has been crying. It's, it's, it's those things like that where you really get the picture painted for you of, of, of the, the seriousness of everything besides all the farting and pigs. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's interesting because when you think of this episode and, you know, I kind of wish Arlene was here. Yes. You think yeah, we of don't this have episode an and you, you think silly, ridiculous, mm-hmm. childish. But listen to how much that we're talking about emotional, heavy yeah, stuff. The, the real stuff you know? that grounds this series. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, what the, the, the tragedy of what happened with Jackie's year and Mickey's year and, mm-hmm. you know, going all the way down to we feel sorry for a dead animal. Hey, yeah. There's a lot in this episode. You know, there's a part of me that wishes that, you know, I could go in there and just like edit every fart. If you pardon the word, yeah, but you know, I think there's something out. there's something about that juxtaposition. I think that makes it work. You, you know, it kind of it it, it I, I, I think because if there if there wasn't that, it would be overly heavy, and it would be just be this constant barrage of 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 consequences of conflict of emotion. I can see and, that, but, but so I think f- fart jokes. I think I if just, they would have done this in the second season, even if Eccleston stayed on, mm-hmm. then. They would have focused more on this. Right now, I think they're still, still trying fine. to figure out yeah. what yeah. story is. But all... I do think the second season not be totally into that, but they would have explored more of Jackie, explored more mm-hmm. of Mickey, mm-hmm. yeah, and given more depth to their their situation. And what's mm-hmm. going on. I think this that that super silliness stuff is a kind of left over from the previous. You know, incarnation, incarnation yeah. and they, yeah. like it's still like they don't really. Yeah, they're real... still finding their way. Yeah. Well, because it's a it's a green alien. It, it's very clumsy the way it moves. In this, yeah, in, but the, in, in the, the practical in the next step in this in the next episode they have half the time they're CG yeah. when they're running around. I thought it actually looked really good, which which made the practical effects look even worse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. We'll get to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get. But I I do like what you were saying about um, it's almost like the the doctor and just the personalities they they con us they can we kind of they they convince us to go along with the show because mm-hmm. everything's so serious and dramatic it's kind of like the music man gets like robert Preston, harold hill comes in <laughs> and just all of a sudden we're all pointing our fingers and waving our hands going yeah and breaking out in song and dance exactly you know, well, yeah the town square okay <laughs> okay moving on that uh the three of them meaning uh rose and jackie and mickey see the tardis materialize and jackie freaks out she calls the tardis the, key blows by the way oh yes yeah. does that happen ever again no it, it doesn't happen ever again but it did happen in the classic show oh yeah okay. it, not all the time it does it does glow in a, another episode but for a different reason yeah so but not because the tardis no, is showing not, up yeah, yeah. Well, mickey is kind of gloating to rose that this guy left you mm-hmm. beforehand oh yeah you know that's the whole thing he's like he's wants to get that little Jab in yeah. everything that you know, well. I mean, can you blame him? Year. No, yeah. that's when Rose and runs out to be sure that you know Isatard is there. Mm-hmm. Mickey follows, and then Jackie follows. So that's why they're all. And outside. then Mickey turns to Jackie, going, "Yeah, all right, Rose, tell her. Yeah, right. tell her. I mean, this is like Mickey's vindication scene, For, and yeah. he wants he wants it to happen. He's tell her. And Rose doesn't want her mom to know. Doesn't want her mom no. involved. It's like go inside, go inside. Yeah. I can hear that sound, <laughs> but then she. When, yeah. go, when uh, Jackie goes in, sees it all, it's it is overwhelming, and I don't think everybody can handle that. Right? <laughs> you know, she goes well, like Rose went in and freaked, but also it was it was kind of like a, a moment of wonder. 
and Jackie goes in and she's I don't know Rose when she first you know, she was shocked yeah, she but remember the music oh remember the music yes. where it's like she is freaking out but at the same time like what well plus the alien landed right yeah this is after the, the yeah, whole after. thing happened so oh, yeah. there's already this big scare of aliens right right but I like the fact that people react differently differently, differently. Yeah. yeah you know even Mickey's Jackie, reacting you know, like, yeah and I mean, Jackie's reaction also uh, leads into what she does next. Yeah. So right. she sees the TARDIS materialize and then she runs and calls the hotline for alien sightings that the government quickly sends or sets up. And then now the government sends uh, the military to escort the doctor and Rose to 10 Downing Street, where they are gathering other well-known alien specialists to combat this alien incursion. I, I like that, that, you know, the... Somebody's inputting uh, terms into the computer as Jackie says them. Yeah. The doctor, blue box. Yes, the, the, the doctor mm -hmm. red alert. And then all of it, you know. And then, and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. You know, knowing that, okay. There's the black helicopters overhead. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, again, for somebody completely new, okay, I guess the doctor know, is known on Earth. Mm -hmm. But for fans of the classic show, it's like, well, yeah, the doctor's yeah. known. So, and so this it, is serving. It's, it's, it's beginning to tie back in yes i like that it wasn't until tardis yeah that very specific you know doctor blue boxer generic enough but finally when tardis and they knew how to spell it yes. yeah it, that set off the, the red now, flag did the tardis get mentioned in that scene in the alley before jackie ran up to even for her to even hear that word i don't think so oh i'd have to go back and listen yeah, i don't think it did unless they yeah. said it very quick because i remember thinking yeah, when now i, I want to listen it. i don't know well, in the kitchen, Mickey was saying that he knew the doctor and all that. So there could have been a conversation we didn't hear. Possibly. But I don't remember now. Because I remember when I watched right, Pause the recording. I got to listen. When I did just watch it, when she said that, I was like, how does she know? So maybe I missed them saying it, but. Hmm. So maybe mm -hmm. it could have been a cut scene. Yeah, they, they but it's an important. It out. Yeah. And also, I mean, going back, there was a whole conversation in the kitchen that she had some of it. Well. No, never mind. Because Rose wouldn't have said anything. She was just right. saying not at this traveling. point. Yeah, yeah. So, never mind. So and what, this is also where the, the the doctor actually says "unit." Yeah, he actually says also "United Nations." United Nations Intelligence, Intelligence Task, Task Force, which is the old. The it's last a carryover. Time that's mentioned. Yeah. it's also a carryover from the old uh, incarnation yeah. of Doctor Who. Yeah, and this unit. Is the, yeah. And this is the last time it's going to happen. Well, for the United way. Nations. For, yeah. Yeah. And it, then the United Nations in 2005 said, we don't like no. you using our name. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And so the next time UNIC is brought up in Doctor Who, it's now the Unified Intelligence, um, Intelligence Task Force. Task Force. Oh, okay. So they found a way around it. Yeah. They, fine. They, mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is fine. The, but, you know, UNIT is oh. the third and fourth doctor. And he was employed by UNIT. Oh. They were uh, the military force that looked out for all those pesky alien mm. things. Yeah. Um, like so, the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> right. So while the Doctor and Rose are getting taken away with the military escort, a policeman with stomach issues stays with Jackie. I really liked uh, the Doctor's throwaway line here, take me to your leader. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had a couple this episode that yeah. I think yeah, really... Yeah. With his like, big smile on his face. You can just tell he's enjoying this moment. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> he's having a lot of fun. So some, he's getting out of his depression, which is really nice to see. Mm -hmm. you know, it's not constant all this time. So. He yeah. also did mention that uh, the unit wouldn't 
recognize him that oh different. right and it's also you know, he doesn't say why but he's like you know i just look different than yeah I but for before. us it's referring back to the regeneration recently regeneration that has occurred and um there was a, a quick uh little thing between rose where you know he's saying oh they're going to collect all the 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 best people who know about aliens and who would know more about aliens than me and she says patrick moore and i looked patrick moore up and he's like a famous astronomer um mm. uh, uh, he's actually Sir Patrick Moore, mm. um, but he actually appeared in Doctor Who in the Eleventh Hour with Matt Smith. There's that moment where Matt Smith is talking to all the scientists on the computer screen. Oh, and Patrick yeah. Moore is one of the scientists. Oh no way! I thought that was a little <laughs> little fun thing to yeah. learn. So not the, to break the timeline, but it's fine. <laughs> the Doctor joins in the private meeting of specialists led by Prime Minister Green and General Asquith. But Rose and Harriet Jones are excluded. Harriet takes this opportunity to tell Rose what she saw and shows her the carcass of Oliver Charles. Did you notice Prime that... Prime Minister's in there too. They weren't letting Rose into that door. They weren't letting them into the door. And then so the doctor goes in and then they go into the door. They just go the other way once they go in. I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, but I thought they were going... You go through the door to the right and it's right there. So they're just like... Stay, uh, yeah, like, but now that everybody's gone in, doesn't matter. Oh, well, maybe now that everybody's left. gone in, I guess so. But no. it, I, I thought it was oh, funny. Oh, now I understand. Because yeah. they made it seem like, no, you can't go through this door. Right. Then the doctor goes in, and then they go in the door. But they were sneaking. <laughs> Harry had told Rose, like, just, you know, keep your head yeah, down. Yeah, but people saw them doing. still. I, I don't know. It was very... There's a lot of... Like, even the way True. that she hid in the closet True. in the beginning with the, the closet half open. It was very conventional, but it's a cartoon, so <laughs> didn't mind. Yes, yeah, so uh, the, and then um, Rose stumbles across the dead body of the Prime Minister and Margaret yeah. Blaine walks in on them. I jumped the gun on that. That's okay. <laughs> As the doctor... Re- uh, the, by yeah. the way, the Prime Minister was supposed to be a lookalike oh. for Tony Blair. Yes. And when the actor showed up, he didn't look like Tony Blair. And in <laughs> fact, I'm kind of happy about that because I think that would have been a little It would have been too much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they are making... There, there are some references like uh, Harriet... Jones says she's not one of the babes. Oh, and right. that's one of the yeah, criticism. Yeah, well, no, there was um, a photograph taken with Tony Blair and all the incoming members of parliament who are women. Mm. And the uh, media called them Blair babes, <laughs> which is really <laughs> insulting. Uh, so that was what Harriet Jones, I'm not a member of the babes. Is referring to. Um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm kind of glad it's not Tony yeah, Blair. Yeah, I think it worked out. Yeah, I think that would have been just a little bit. I don't know, much. Maybe on the nose is a term. Yeah, <laughs> it's too recent. I mean, when yeah. you go back in time for Churchill and things like that, it's it's different. But yeah, where we're too, we're not removed enough yet. To, yeah. Like, well, and also laugh. that he's dead. You know, right, right. right. That's yeah, like yeah. a right, that's right. a full on statement right yeah. there. It's like okay, the man's not dead yet. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> well, you never know, timey wimey. <laughs> so. um... As the doctor realizes that the crashed spaceship is a trap to gather all the specialists into one location, it is revealed that Prime Minister Green, General Asquith, the policeman with Jackie, and Margaret Blaine are Sladine, aliens who have killed the people they are impersonating and wearing their bodies. General Asquith, Mrs. Blaine, and the policemen zip out of their human suits and prepare to attack. Prime Minister Green electrocutes all the specialists in the in the room, including the doctor, to be continued. Mm, mm, mm. 
It was definitely the longest skin-changing sequence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there must have been something uh, off with their converters at that point. <laughs> and while they were changing, nobody ran. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're all just like staring. I mean, I could see the unit people well, going, what? We've seen this before. Well, I also think it's all the ali- the people that are looking for aliens, so they're like, they're right there. <laughs> so that's why they're not moving. <laughs> they're like, it's right here. We can see it. Well, all the specialists are being executed through their ID badges. It's all connected. You know, so do, do yeah, we, I think of that as, as agonizers. Do we get that line here? Right. I'm glad you're all wearing the badges. Yes, yeah. he does. It'll that's a great line. Bodies. It's a very evil villain line. He's like, I'm glad you're all wearing your ID tags. It'll help us identify the bodies. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the most maniacal it's, laughter. It's the evil mustache. <laughs> the most maniacal laughter in all the series is in this uh, two-parter. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't hear the name Slavine until the very, the very end. end. Yeah. Well, this, everything's about a mystery. Like, you know, the prime minister's missing. They, they set up a lot of things like, uh, even in the very beginning, like what's on the flyer that they're looking at on the wall? Why is it, you know, why is the music changed? I think it's another thing that helps, that helps the silliness of it is that we're constantly being, uh, a question is constantly being posed. Well, what does that mean? Well, what does that mean? What is that? So either, you know, we're being, we're sort of laughing at something silly or we're, we're uh, being, confronted with something dramatic or something of a, a question is posed to us which we want to know the answer so we're constantly being changing gears i think that's good for the show it keeps us engaged yeah and, that's, that's and, what i mean and wondering I think, yeah i think that's that's what that's what wins me over because yeah. again like when i started watching i didn't i didn't watch it all before um so that's what kind of kept me going it's just i want to know what the heck is going to happen mm-hmm. this is also the big reveal of what they look like at the very end, we don't oh, see what right. they look that's, like. Yeah, we jump. I mean, every one. time we see them, it's you know Harriet's point of view. So we just see the general uh, freaking out, yeah. or the and lights. We see the lights yeah. glowing, but we don't ever see what the. I had the image like. in my head so much because I've seen the episode yeah, a lot right, of times right. that I wasn't even thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, and it you know it, it's you know they're editing it so that it's a happening mystery. in three separate places at once. Right. So, so really, revealing the, what they look like. So the bad guy in this. The monster in this episode is just the opening forehead. That's the creep out in this episode. Yeah, that's all we see. That's and that's you know Until that's the, the very, thing that's supposed end. to shock us. And then yeah. in the next episode, we actually see them running around. And I mean, we see them at the very end of this episode. Yeah, yeah, but it's but, it, really but not, that's the reveal. Right, not running around. That's and, the yeah. reveal. You know, because it seems like almost every episode has an iconic image of something you know happening. Yeah, whether it's, it's you don't want to jump ahead too much, but, right? Uh, no, no, mush mouth because I want to jump ahead too much. <laughs> I really also like the practical lighting effects, the sound effects. It was very classic. Opening. Yeah, like, yeah. It was really good. And then I did watch, because I did, was watching, I noticed that uh, one time it happened a little earlier before the effect was really in effect. Mm. And the lights were just, it was almost like someone was standing there with a switch, like turning the lights on and off and on and off. But it <laughs> was. was. <laughs> yes, I know, exactly. But that's sort of what I meant about the morgue lighting. It's just, it was very, what I mentioned before, conventional. I wasn't even saying that, saying that in a bad way. Like, there's a reason conventional things keep getting used because they work. You know, this this creeps you out. This is, you know, what's behind the door? What, you know, who's hiding? You know, the lights are spooky. And um, and even the way that the actors uh, sold that, like you were saying, mm-hmm. the way they unzipped their foreheads and just the faces they made and stuff, it was, it was creepy. Oh, yeah. My favorite was definitely uh, Jackie's 
police officer. I think he had the best face. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had a favorite. I don't know. I like Margaret. Margaret. Well, she's mostly in costume. Costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's just so good. She's yeah. just so. Uh, any other thoughts? I did notice uh, in the middle of the show when um, he was driving the TARDIS and they, you were watching the report on his television or something, mm-hmm. that there was a little post-it on the TV that yes. had the, the clock. Gallifreyan writing. The ga- the ga- yeah. It was, it was like Gallifreyan writing on a post-it. Uh-huh. I thought yeah. that was clever. It makes me wonder what that says. Like, uh, I'm sure somebody somewhere pick knows. Pick up Rose. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, pick up Sarah Jane. <laughs> so... Um, the part of Harriet Jones was written for Penelope Wilton. Yeah, they had her in mind. Nice. Yeah, she did. She sold. She really yeah, sells. I love her. Yeah. Is this, is this before or after Shaun of the Dead came out? I was going to mention uh, that. It's I'll before. look that up. Before. It's got to be before. Aside the fact that everyone in Britain ends up on this show, it's like the Law and Order of Britain. <laughs> so Shaun of the Dead was in 2004. So this was definitely after Shaun yeah. of the Dead. So really, wow. Yeah. Wow. I guess I saw Shaun of the Dead. Later, <laughs> they look. They look really young in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> but Harry Jones doesn't really shine till the next episode. Right. She does well in this. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. she's good. She holds she's just her sort, own. She's sort of the comic relief in this episode. Right. Well, this episode she's just a lowly backbencher. Next episode she gets elamoted, promoted, elamoted, elamoted. <laughs> um, so, would we recommend this episode as to a first-time Doctor Who viewer, Ryan? I like it. I enjoy it. I want to cut all the fart jokes out, which is why I would not. I would not. not I don't even think I would show this one to a little kid first. But no, I would not. Got it. But I love it. I'll burn. Yeah, I agree with Brian. Not a good first view just because there is so much uh, fart jokes. And I know enough people that don't like it. I would feel bad initiating somebody <laughs> in Doctor Who with it. <laughs> Frank. I'm surprised I liked it a lot more than I remembered. Yes, me too. <laughs> you know, watching it again, there was a lot in this. There was a lot really good to make stuff. this a good episode, but <laughs> but I'd have pun to intended. Know, it doesn't quite uh, live up to what it could be. Because I had some great things, but because of this They didn't have the balance of the humor. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Josh. Yeah, I agree with all that. But also too coming off of what you just said. I do think that a lot of the dramatic stuff and the character stuff that are in this episode is, is really comes out of what we already know about the people and what they've been doing. Yeah, that's true. So if you just you're sort of dumped invested. into... Yeah, you're not really invested. And a lot of the drama in this episode is because you are invested. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of subtext between the looks that they give each other. Like when they're staring at you, when, uh, uh, when he says, you, you can stay here or whatever, and they're just staring at each other, and you realize then she starts to smile. And there's a whole subtext going on there that you may, if in watching it, if you're really smart about those things, you would say, oh, there's probably some subtext here that I don't know about, but <laughs> you don't get as much out of it. So I agree with all of you. Yeah, I would have to say the majority of rules on this one. I would also not recommend this episode just because of what we've all said. Yeah, I've written everything that you guys have said. So uh, that wraps up Aliens of London. You've heard our views. What do you think of the farts, if you pardon the expression? Do they spoil the episode for you or add to its charm? Let us know. Email us at whonewpodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time for... 
World War III. So uh, we will see you guys next time when the future becomes the present. Can I use your restroom? No. Can I use your backyard? <laughs> <laughs> Since you asked so nicely. <laughs> <laughs>